Hey everybody, I hope you are having a great week and I hope you are I hope you're having nice weather wherever you are. I am in Texas and it is notoriously hot for about 6 months out of the year and uh, this is the first the first couple of days uh, that we've actually had some cooler weather. I grew up in Texas, I've lived here my whole life and I am always I always kind of have to laugh at myself that how surprised we all get whenever the temperature drops below 90. We act like a cold front's coming in. My children are true Texans. Uh, we went swimming, uh, and they have decided that it was too cold to go swimming. So um, we're they're, we're not doing that. Um, but it's a uh, it, it kind of cracked me up because I'm like it's it's 85. It's 87 degrees outside. It's it's really quite pleasant. But they considered the water too cold. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you guys about today was uh, was hiring a therapist and choosing a therapist. Um, I've, I've been in communication with a, a patient, a patient's mother of mine who moved out of the area um, a few months ago, and she has just kind of kept in contact with me and let me know how her son's been doing. And she had mentioned that she he's he's doing very well he's a he's an autistic child and he's doing very well but she had mentioned that they had gone through a couple of therapists and that the one the first one they started off with didn't didn't go so well wasn't that she was bad or that the you know the situation was bad he just didn't he just didn't do well with her and so they went to a different one and things are going really well and I had to congratulate her on that because it's a big fear that a lot of uh, parents have and mothers particularly have about getting a therapist and then it's not going the way you want it to go but we stay and we hang on and never really make a change when a change needs to be made and so what I wanted to do is give you a little bit of information about choosing a therapist and ways to kind of go questions to ask and ways to approach it that might increase your chances of getting it right on the first try and what to do if for some reason it's not working. Um, I had somebody, and I don't know who told me this, but a a few years ago, somebody said that choosing a therapist is like buying a refrigerator. You need to find one that fits your space. That did not make sense to me until I had to buy my own refrigerator and I bought one that did not fit into our space and one was too small and then the other one was too big and it's, it's a mess, and a therapist is the same way. Um, you've got to find one that works best for you and, more importantly, your child. He's got to, he or she, whoever you choose, has got to be able to, to work with your child on, on his or her level. So what you need to do is, the first thing everybody does is, unless they've come recommended, is we Google it. And there's a list of people and clinics listed there, and you have no idea where to start. Um, if you know somebody, uh, get some get some recommendations and find out what they liked about it, what they liked about a, a certain therapist and what maybe they didn't like, and uh, and go from there. But when you've narrowed it down on a couple of people... I encourage you to do what is hard for many people to do, and it rarely happens even with me, is call the therapist and meet with them. Uh, most most every therapist I know would do this without even thinking about it. It wouldn't be an inconvenience. I mean, if there's not time in the schedule, that we always make time. Um, that they Having a parent come in and ask me questions about what I do and what type of therapy I do, and how I would approach certain situations is would not surprise me and would not be out of place at all. And so I encourage you to do that. Go meet with one. Discuss what type of kids that they feel good at and what kind they're not used to working at, working with. You don't have to say, what are you bad at doing? But, you know, there's there's certain cases that I would really have to do a little bit of 
prep before I started working with them just because I haven't done it very much and I don't I wouldn't exactly know what I was doing there's some that I've done a lot and I enjoy and so I tend to think that I'm a lot better at that than than maybe somebody else but I'm certainly better at you know one type of kid than I am another and I'm always honest with that and a good therapist will be honest with you on that as well but go to their clinic, check it out, check out the treatment space. Is it bright and colorful and stimulating, or is it low-key or low-tone? Which one would your child need? Um, if they need one or the other and you don't see it in that room, do they have another space that would suit your child better? I have my primary room that I treat in, but if I've had children who didn't do well in it. It's kind of echoey and bright, and we go to a different room if we need to. Um, you know, a good therapist will listen to you and kind of listen to your concerns and, you know, get, get a better idea as to what you're looking for as opposed to what they're going to outline for you. So pay attention to how well he or she listens to the questions you ask and how well she answers them and, um, and, and, and kind of go from there on that, um, that you've got to have a good dialogue because you're going to be with these people for a while. So if you've passed that, they passed that test, try them out. Um, give it a few weeks. If it isn't working with you or your child, end it. Get a new one. You don't have to have a specific reason. You don't have to pinpoint one particular thing that you don't like or isn't working. Sometimes it's just not. And if you have that feeling or your child is after a couple of weeks, you know, don't do it on the first day. But if you've got about three weeks that a child hasn't really opened up or isn't responding, then it's not working and it's time to make a move. And no one should feel bad about that. The therapist won't feel bad about it and you certainly wouldn't feel bad about it. You certainly shouldn't feel bad about it. I've had this happen to me a few times in my career and I wasn't angry and I wasn't hurt and I wasn't resentful. Um, I was disappointed that I couldn't help, but I was never offended. You're the one in charge. We are essentially hired to help you and your family. And if we're not doing a good job or meeting that need, then you need to find somebody who does that. So don't be afraid to do this. And remember that you are doing this for your kids. So stand up and, you know, be the boss and, and let us work for you. And if we're not doing it, find another one. If you have any questions, I want you to email me. My email address is jason at jasonmillerhealth.com. You're always welcome to reach out to me on Facebook. I, I will reply to every message I get there as well. I hope you have a great week and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks a lot.